0: Incredibly enormous zombie mom show up at the end
1: Uh with uh,
0: the biggest zombie mom boobs. (laughs) I'm gonna say say it again zombie mom boobs, zombie mom boobs, and zombie mom butt.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Horror
0: Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where two unlikely gorehounds delve into our horror movie notebook from college, which meticulously kept track of every film we watched in the horror section of our local video store in our quest to survive. And to ensure we end up as, as the final, final girl. girl, join Julia and Marion as we revisit the classic and obscure horror VHS we viewed and logged in our notebook,
1: breaking them down one by one, geeking out about all of the ghastly minutiae, and ultimately illuminating, illuminating the path to survival. Welcome to the Horror Movie Survival Guide podcast, the first podcast from Indie Popcorn. Recording here at the Circus. I'm Marion Kerr. I'm Julia Marquesi, um, and today we are going to review Dead Alive, circa 1992. This is episode four. It is. is the title of the episode, which Julia is making me say in Spanish, which is a language I do not speak, so I deeply resent this. Tu madre se ha comido a mi perro, or in English, <laughs> your mother ate my
0: dog. Your mother ate my dog. So, this Dead Alive was released in
1: 1992. It is from good old Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Um, And it's our first foray into kind of talking about horror comedy. Yes, so this film
0: was in... uh, Everywhere else in the world is referred to as Brain Dead. Yeah. But actually is not called Brain Dead here because there's already a movie called Brain Dead, Uh which has Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman.
1: Which just double bills, like, blows... I didn't even know that was a thing. We were trying to figure out, like, why is this movie not called Brain Dead here? And it's because there's this other Brain Dead with both bills in it. Double bill. Double bills. We
0: should have a double bill of double bill. um,
1: That would be great. (laughs)
0: That would be actually pretty great. Um, So, Dead Alive... So, Peter Jackson... um, I miss this Peter Jackson very, very much. Um, I like early Peter Jackson. So before Before Dot Alive, he'd already done Meet the Feebles and Bad Taste, mm-hmm. which are both uh, worth watching, uh, but don't show Meet the Feebles to the kids, please. No. There's puppets in it, but man, no. that is not a movie for kids. Not kid puppets. Um, and so Peter Jackson, the thing that's so great about this film, um, other than the fact that it's, the goriest movie ever Mm -hmm. um, is the fun that this movie is. And even though it is, it's gory to the point of absurdity and fun. And it's also just Peter Jackson having a good time with buddies, Mm -hmm. which you can kind of tell. And I love that that shines through in films when mm-hmm. you can tell that the director's having a good time
1: and the actors and like everyone is just having like a, a blast doing this movie like, and of course
0: you know of course i love heavenly creatures to death mm-hmm. uh, it, I, that's maybe my favorite peter jackson film you know you have the frighteners which we also enjoy quite a bit I lord of the rings movie. you can't say anything bad mm-hmm. um and then things kind of go mm-hmm. a little off the rails for peter jackson for me mm-hmm. um the hobbits uh, were not as
1: complicated.
0: Well, yeah. it just seems like he needs to get back to the like independent New Zealand Kiwi spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and something that's great about Dead Alive is that it was made in conjunction with the New Zealand Film Commission. So mm-hmm. Peter Jackson. Submitted a script for this film, and they went, "Yes, we will give you money."
1: Yeah, they submitted the script, which we were thinking about today. Like, can you imagine the pitch to the the, the film commission? Like, yeah. So um, there's this Sumatran uh, rat monkey uh, that attacks people and turns them into zombies, and then the end. Like, I mean, it just like, I can't, I can't imagine. They were like, "Yeah, okay, here's three million dollars." Okay, good. Yeah, and they're like,
0: "What?" Yeah. Uh, it's set in the 1950s mm-hmm. in uh, Wellington, New Zealand, mm-hmm. uh, where a uh, hunter has come back from Skull Island. Skull Island, yeah, not where King Kong lives at all. Uh, with or a, at least we didn't see him. We, well, we didn't see him <laughs> in this one, but uh, he will be revisiting Skull Island in years to come. Uh-huh. Uh, brings back a Sumatran rat monkey to the zoo, which uh, bites. Uh, so we have Lionel, who is our main character, mm-hmm. who is is very sweet. He's kind of like a, a kind of like a watered down Jeffrey
1: Combs a little bit. I think. Yeah, but sort of more, like, I don't think he's meant to be that weird. Like, I think he's meant, I think he's sort of more, like, frantic, leading man. Like, there's almost something kind of very Jimmy Stewart about him if he was just, like, on, like, like, he's just sort of, like, you know, Google-eyed and frantic, and, you know, he, he, like, he, he goes through most of this movie in this amazing sweater vest that he's just, like, adorable in. Um, I would pay so much money to see Jimmy Stewart on speed. That would be <laughs> the best thing of all time. Well, then check out Dead Alive, kids, because <laughs> with a Kiwi accent, then there it is. Um, but, yes, he's sort of this... Um, very sort of, like, beleaguered young man who has to take care of his mother. Very demanding mother. Very demanding mother. Yes. Um, And there's a, a local shop girl, a Spanish shop girl, Uh, Paquita. Paquita, um, whose uh, grandmother has told her that she is fated to fall in love and be forever romantically entangled with him, with Lionel. Um, And so she's sort of pursuing him, and the mother is against it, and they go on a date to the zoo and see the Sumatran rat monkey in a cage. Who rips off
0: the arm of another monkey and chomps on it. Right. There's so so much fantastic stop-motion puppetry going on in this film that, that he really... Because you you know Meet, Meet the Feebles is is all puppets, mm-hmm. so you can tell he's got that kind of puppet love, and mm-hmm. then he's just like gonna bring it back, and like yeah. there's a, so much great weird puppetry going on in this film that yeah. adds to like that's not even not even the zombie bits; it's yeah. just the other bits that are just kind of right. really solid,
1: totally. And yeah, because every time you see the Sumatran rat monkey, it's yeah, stop motion animation, like the cre- it's like this horrible little rat creature thing Um, but the mother has followed um, Paquita and Lionel on their little date to the zoo and has spied on them and is bitten by the Sumatran rat monkey and apparently when you are bitten by a Sumatran rat monkey you slowly turn into a kind of zombie. It's not even really slowly it's actually quite quickly. Well it depends though because like the mother this movie kind of is all over the place with it because I feel like with the mother she sort of turns over the course of what like 12 hours because she's bitten in the afternoon and by the next afternoon like you know her face the greasers are like immediate. Exactly and then there's that other girl at the party remember she took a long time so yeah they're a little all over the rules but essentially you turn into some form of zombie um and then it start. it spreads and then if she bites somebody else they get it and then it goes off and then it's sort of zombie chaos in 1950s wellington it's a beautiful thought it is yeah it's kind of a beautiful thought which is funny too because like she's bitten the mother's bitten and then she kills the Sumatran rat monkey by squishing it with her heel in a very long Peter Jackson's really, really wanting to show I eyeballs mean, pop out. A really, good, a lot he does this. like eyeballs popping out. He mm-hmm. likes that a lot. That's like his favorite. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah. And so then, sort of the the, the trigger for all this is killed immediately. And then you're like, oh, all right. But then she starts, you know, becoming sicker and sicker and sicker. And then you kind of realize where this is going. Like she's the new big bad. So there's a lot of. Um
0: syringing into orifices (laughs) in this film um we have syringe and eyeball Mm -hmm. syringe up nose repeatedly Mm -hmm. Peter Jackson it's really you can kind of see him gleefully like giggling behind the video monitor and like just telling people to like go further and try to I think it's like he 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 must be in in my kind of thing where you watch people squirm and there's a kind of delight in it and he just wants to see how far he can push um but in a fun way, definitely. Because I, I feel like it's like his inner twelve-year-old boy is just like ha 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 ha. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you get the kind of like you know, there's like the cannibal Holocaust kind of gore. Like how far can we push it? And that's just in a horrible, depraved, let's kill animals kind of way. Which is not fun. Which is not fun. Mm-hmm. But you have stepping on puppet head until eyeballs pop out, and then it's
1: kind of fun. Yeah, pretty fun, yeah. Because uh-huh. and what's also sort of fun is sort of like they so they go through like as the it sort of spreads throughout the town eventually. You know they they think the mother has died, even though she's going to come back as this horrible zombie creature. And so they have a funeral for her. Um, but then when they go to bury her, um, she of course comes back. And there are some great 1950s New Zealand greasers that happen to be in the cemetery at the time. And she bites them, and and they turn into like 1950s greaser zombies. And then there's this phenomenal character, the priest, uh, who does the funeral, who has my who has my favorite line in the movie, and. Uh, he again it's sort of like this sort of 12 year old boys like just having a really great time thing um when the priest sees the zombie greasers and the zombie mother come back from the dead he's a priest instead of being like "Oh, i'm an old priest and like run away like he totally goes like super martial arts karate on them and he just like just he's in his like night but he's like pajamas and robe and just they have this long fight sequence where he's just like karate chopping, like, just fighting zombies and, like, kicks and flips and, like, all this... Divine intervented. invented. I mean, Attention. I know. Like, it's just... It's so... It's so much fun, and it's it's great, because I feel like what's interesting is that Lionel's is obviously supposed to be our... Lionel and Paquita are sort of our final boy and final girl, I guess. Final couple. Final couple. They are, I think, our final couple uh, in this movie, but a lot of people a lot of the supporting characters in this movie really go to town on the zombies and Lionel's sort of the one that's kind of, you know, obviously that's like what the place that he has to get to where he's kind of avoiding having to kill. So he walks around the, uh, syringe thing that Julia was referring to earlier is that he has, that he gets this large jar of tranquilizers from a Nazi scientist from a, yeah, a Nazi scientist and, um, (laughs) decides to, uh, because it's his mother and it's uh, one of the greasers and the priest, you know, ends up becoming zombified and he keeps them all in his basement and he just keeps injecting them with tranquilizers just to, like, subdue them. So he has this, like, group of, like, her his nurse, the mother's nurse ends up becoming a zombie and she's down there and then they just have this, like, group of zombie people that he repeatedly keeps going downstairs and tranquilizing rather than killing because he doesn't want to kill them because in his brain they're, like, people. But, um, but you have to, that's what we learned. I yeah. mean, you can try to avoid it as long as you want to. But. No, definitely. And he definitely like when it comes time, like he's down, but in the yeah, but in the beginning that's not that's not what he wants to do. Whereas everyone else, all the supporting characters, they're like, Oh gross, murder that thing immediately. But like that's not Lionel's deal. Like Lionel's like, Nope, we're not get, like you know, I don't want to do get it. to that point. He does have to get to that point. But I kinda like that. Like that was a very clear, like, okay, this is where this character has to go. Whereas of uh, like the first time he saw one, he'd be like, sorry mom, and then just like you know, like, all right, you know. Well he's
0: a very wimpy character and he's a very mama's boy and I think you mm-hmm. know you're kind of playing on that psycho Ed Gein kind of theme where mm-hmm. you know you have to kill your mother and this whole kind of
1: yeah thing and there's a few like psycho homage shots in this movie where like uh, one of the times he's struggling with his mother they hit light so the light bulb is swinging back and forth like at the very end shot in Psycho and while he's struggling with her and like the mother has these sort of dresses and this hair that's very like Norman Bates's mother and she's super domineering like Lionel do this for me you know um But yeah, just I I cannot emphasize the sheer joy of this movie. The way in which they go about, like just the tone overall. That's what makes it. Um, I will say the other thing I really enjoyed is the physicality because um, I sort of Lionel has this uh, great sequence where. (laughs) There's a, a zombie baby in this movie Yeah, also, that, which is like... New, that's what I was going to talk about. Again, playing around with some zombie rules. I'm, I'm fine with not being hard and fast with zombie rules. Like, I get it. It's zombies. So, like, you know, you can, you can... Everyone can make it on their own. Peter Jackson has his own rules for, like, how these zombies work. And in this rule... Zombies uh, can have sex. Zombies can have sex. And when they do, they make a zombie baby, which is born in, like, 24 hours... And it is born a zombie, so it comes out like zombie baby. But it grows super fast, and it also wants to eat brains and kill you and like do all these other kinds of things. Um, and there's this great sequence at the park where <laughs> I'm not really sure why, but Lionel, in like an effort to just keep being normal, um, puts it in a little baby carriage and like walks it, like goes for a, like a walk with the park. Duh, 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 and of course, the baby escapes and runs around. And there's just like this prolonged like kind of physical comedy gag where he's like you know running sliding down hills and like tripping over Punch, playground furniture punching the baby punching in the, punching face. the baby. and like there's a lot of things where you can tell the actor has like um this sort of like plastic baby that he has to wrestle with and pretend that it's trying to kill him and he's like punching it and hiding it and having and it's just like so much amazing like physical comedy um when we were looking up this movie wikipedia called it um what did they call it it's not slapstick it's splatstick splatstick that's right it's a splatstick horror comedy and that whole sequence i think is a, i think i understand what they mean i think that's what it is it's just him beating up a zombie baby and it's just like physical gag after physical gag like it's a whole it's a really long sequence and it's amazing and it shows like the actor who plays Lionel is Timothy Baum and he is an amazing physical comedian and like, I like that so it switches funny.
0: in that sequence you get you get baby doll yeah. you have baby puppet totally. and then you also have dude in baby suit. Dude in baby suit. That's yeah. It's like crawling like baby totally. but it's clearly a yeah. dude in a baby suit. But
1: also the editing on this movie is so rapid fire and I, Julie and I were talking about how much we love like the camera's always doing something like there's every kind of cam imaginable. There's like baby cam, up the nose cam. Uh there's this bizarre like guy peeing cam where like the camera's like just above the stuff that you don't want to be seeing when a guy's peeing. Um, and he's having this whole conversation like from that angle. And like the camera's just always moving and the editing is super fast. So Even when you see the guy running, he's clearly a dude in a babysuit. It's so fast, it's like funny, but like you're out of it like immediately. And I love that he always,
0: that's, you know, Peter Jackson's. I like that he also had a style. Like I feel like he's lost some of that as well. But like when you have this camera angle that's like kind of tilted and very very close, like people always look slightly grotesque in his films because he's totally. like the camera's way too close and he's doing just like crazy angles. But it just gives it a visual style mm-hmm. that he doesn't really well. And it, keep on,
1: but it makes everything very, especially in, in this movie. Like the movie is kind of very emotional. Like it's a very emotional movie. Like everyone's like they have a couple scenes where Paquita and Lionel are really like the music swoons, and they kiss, and the camera sort of comes up, crane shot, and, like, all this kind of stuff, like, and then when people are scared, it's, like, they whip around, and the camera's right up into their nose, and so it's, like, people are, like, really in love, or really scared, or really upset, or really laughing, or, like, everything's, like, at a 12 all the time, all the way from the, from, like, the opening shot of this movie when they're getting the rat monkey, like, all the way to the end. It's just, like, it just it just doesn't stop. So, I mean,
0: and every time you think he's gone as far as he's going to go, it just goes further. And I don't think that anybody can really top the, uh, the grand finale <sighs> yeah. of this film, um, Super puppet. which is a party, mm-hmm. which goes terribly wrong. A 1950s, and, party. A 1950s party, 1950s mm-hmm. party where, uh, suddenly you have an entire party full of zombies, mm-hmm. um, in your house. Yep. And, uh, it's, Wow.
1: And what is Lionel gonna do, Julia? What how's, is Lionel gonna do? How is Lionel gonna save know. this party for well, the zombies?
0: Well, there's uh he's he crawls around the house a bit. He's there's an, a set of intestines that are after him. Uh, oh yeah,
1: that was the other thing is Julia and I were talking about the kills in this movie. Yeah. Like just it's not even just like and a zombie came and bit her. And a zombie punched through a window and bit her. Like there's one point where a zombie gets cut in half and so his organs come out and they sort of become animated, like, their own living creature. So the top half of the guy of the zombie is, like, running off trying to kill him, just, like, dragging on his arms. And his organs, like, go up in the attic and keep trying to, like, use their little entrails to strangle him, to grab him. To just, so it's, like, the organs of the zombie are trying to kill him, and the man who used to house I really those <laughs> organs are still trying to kill him.
0: It's I like, what? Re- <laughs> I really like the... Sh- there's a shot where the organs come in their bathroom and, like, go up to the mirror to, like, look, look at, at themselves. Was and there's, like... like, little soft music... Like he likes
1: how cute he looks in the mirror, <laughs> and I'm like, that's when you're just—that's when you're just thinking. That's when you're just like you keep like it's not—I don't know. There's something so like profoundly unlazy about this movie that I just really enjoy. We're like, well, okay, well we already did that. Like, what else can we do? What? Else? So the organs come out and then they come to life and they kill it. Like, what? Like, that's just—it's amazing. It's so amazing. Um, but so the big demon of the film, uh, there's it involves. A lawnmower. A lawnmower, which they do establish earlier on the movie, where he is forced to uh, do chores around the house uh, to his mother's uh, satisfaction. So we see the lawnmower. It's uh, it's kind of one of these like old nineteen fifties, like you know, where it's just got the circular blade, but there's nothing protecting it. So if you lifted it up, it's just a spinning blade of death. And so Lionel disappears for a while, and the sort of middle section of the house is full of zombies and then we have our hero moment where he's like boots the door open and he's got like a string with the lawnmower attached to it and just lifts it up and just plows back and forth forward and back through the zombies and it goes on and on and on and I think we looked it up and it was Three hundred gallons of blood. Three hundred liters. Liters. Okay, if we're going to be in New Zealand. Okay, okay, for her. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: But but apparently there is a there is a point that there are five gallons per second being squirted, squirted in mm-hmm. his face. So it's it really like so it not? it it is the goriest one I could think of like yeah. it, it, and it's so that actor was living covered in blood for weeks forever and love looked like he's loving every minute of it which is the best part about it and you know and, and again Peter Jackson just visualizing him sniggering off screen totally, is, yeah, is yeah. what makes this movie so much uh-huh. fun that
1: he's and then the the poor pAs that to have to clean up that set i know i can't even imagine yeah cuz it's also too it's the, the, you know i'm and i definitely i'm not a big gore, found, uh, gore hound at all in the sense of like yeah more guts please so there's lots of lookaways for this even though it is kind of done in no, a really No i look silly at all way. of it no she did she was I watch like pulling you it i was like no eyes up to the ceiling um but uh the end it's not even just like the blood it's also like there's like bits of mm-hmm. it's like soft and crunchy and yep. just bits of people and stuff he's gonna it's get just, you one
0: way or another if it's not yeah. gaping wound there was gaping there was wound cam as well where there it was, was like from cam. inside the wound that which was, is very good yes
1: that's right yeah, yeah. it's like inside yeah the wound the zombie virus spreading and you can't right. yeah eyes herself. popping
0: out uh uh-huh.
1: Yeah, syringe in oh, your eyeball. Syringe
0: in the eye, syringe at the so nose. Good. Teeth being pulled up with pliers—that's always a good one. Which
1: is how one guy was killing a zombie. Where I'm like, that's just no, sir. You're just—you're just, you're just like, what it's,
0: if? It's just—it's Peter Jackson having an entire list of things he wants in this movie, and he yes. doesn't care if they really make sense or not. Yeah. And the, let's see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. He also wanted to have incredibly enormous zombie mom show up yes. at the end
1: uh-huh. with uh,
0: the biggest zombie mom boobs. I'm going to say it again. Zombie mom boobs. Zombie mom boobs. And zombie mom butt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she becomes like a super zombie. Uh, She gets injected with some sort of like growth serum. Animal stimulant? Sure. Slash poison? Why not? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, and so uh, she grows and of course makes the house explode and they end up on the roof and, and she's, you know, enormous. And yeah, it's like this giant naked mom zombie and yeah sucks She's, Lionel
0: back into her gooey womb,
1: yes, she does, uh-huh, and then he like fights his way out, and yeah, and they come yeah, and they and then the whole house catches on fire, and then everyone shows up but it's but at the very end, it just ends up being sort of Paquita and Lionel at the end of the roof, and they are final couple, but i don't feel- i feel like Lionel's this is how i'm going to be the final boy is the moment where he realizes he can't no more of the tranquilizers, no more of any of that it's literally him like. Boots open the door, and lawnmower, like, you have to face it. Because he he plows through them once, and then he turns around, and all all the zombies are still there. There's just a a gap where he's gone through, and they're all, like, just, like, looking at him. And he's like, oh, like, he's got to go back and do it again. And he keeps going again and again and again and again and again until there's just, like, goo is all that's left. Puddle, so much slipping. Yeah, and he can't get out of it. And then the other sort of, like, you know going back to that idea of like, you know, you can't be a final girl or boy until like you confront your shit is they have him do this great, Monologue where um, he has realized that his mother has killed his father uh, because his father was having an affair, and he always believed that the dad, you know, died some other way, and so he has to have this long monologue where he tells his mom like, "I'm not afraid of you anymore. You did this to my dad. Like, I know what you are." Blah 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 blah. It's like Nancy exactly. I and mean, I'm sure you take exactly. the power away. You have to take once the power away once you're not away. afraid. Then totally. you can then you can kill with relish. Exactly. And because we started off with this really kind of like mousy character that um, was sort of too timid to even kill zombies when he pretty much knows they're zombies immediately and they were continually trying to kill him, couldn't do it, couldn't do it, like definitely couldn't do it, not couldn't do it. And he had to have that whole thing and then then finally he can let it go. I don't mind it though because I feel like there's some movies, um,
0: so uh, as we know, uh, Marion and I love... Uh, Tommy Jarvis from Friday the 13th Mm in part 4 and part 5 when he's Corey Feldman and when he's like fucked up teenager but when he turns into crazy buffed up Tommy Mm -hmm. in 6 we tune out Um, I feel the same way about Ash from Evil Dead I feel like Evil Mm -hmm. Dead Ash is great Evil Dead 2 Ash and and Army of Darkness Ash starts to get a little cartoony and like Macho for me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm in the minority in this. Everybody else loves the opposite. But mm-hmm. sometimes when characters are very wimpy and then they turn into these like you know big like heroes, like it bothers me because it feels very fake. But I feel like mm-hmm. Lionel's not like that. Like I, you want him to kind of stand yeah. up to the plate and be like, okay, like you got to get to it. You've been pushing off this whole movie and like now you you can't really push it off anymore.
1: Yeah, and I think I feel like the most fun is seeing the character for me anyway too. Is like seeing these characters make that transition. Like you know going back to kind of like how I and got into horror films, I felt like with Nightmare on Elm Street, like what was fun was seeing Nancy just be like, teenage girl, da-da-da, to being like, oh, this is happening. Oh, no one's going to help me. Oh, like I want to survive. Oh, this is what I have to do. Like that's that's what's fun, like seeing the transition, where if it was just like badass Lionel the whole movie, eh, I don't know, like less fun, you know? Well, so what survival uh, tactics can we learn from Dead Alive? Well, lawnmowers, for one. I mean, do not discount a 1950s lawnmower. <laughs> like, I mean... You can it's 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 found object. It's kind of like a
0: Jackie Chan kind of like let's kill zombies with whatever we have in the house kind of thing. Yes, uh, we get a zombie who gets stuck into the light socket. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Face lighting up.
1: Yeah, and then eventually her head catches on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty solid. Yeah, I think it's I think definitely the found object thing. But I also yeah I think found object and you still can't escape whatever it is that you're afraid of. You still have to deal with and kill zombies at the same time. Or you know and. Fight what well, fight what well, off, whatever and, the big guy and is. the zombie
0: version of your mother is not your mother. Yes, or you know you have your like night, you know live living dead mm-hmm. Johnny you're coming to get your Barbara. It's not it's not Johnny anymore. Now it's totally. I, I also really
1: like too that I feel like the function of Paquita in the movie is like she's somebody who in the beginning of the movie her grandmother reads tarot cards that sort of tells her what her destiny is going to be, and once she believes it and she realizes that Lionel is her destiny, and that's just how it's going to go she's in. She's in the whole time. Like, she's the one who's like, no, like, we're going to be together forever. No, this is what you have to do. No. And they have a scene where eventually uh, he realizes that the zombies he's been keeping down in the uh, basement he has to kill. Like, he has to put down. And she's the one that tells him that. She's the one where he's like, but I can't do it. It's my mom. And she's like, it's not your mom anymore. Like, that thing is not your mother. And I feel like she's the one that's kind of pushing him in the direction that he ultimately ends up. Like, that's kind of her function with her is to, like, be with him is to sort of be, like. The faith and the conscience and the one to be like, no, no, this is, you got to go in this place. This is where he doesn't really have the strength for it. Mm-hmm. She sort of is the strength, but st- he still ultimately has to do it. Cause as we know, you got to go it alone. Like even if you're with somebody at the end, when it comes down to it, like she can't be there with the lawnmower helping you. You still got to be the one to do it by yourself. It's the sad, it's the hard lesson to learn. That is, I, that's like the main lesson, is that it is, it is, being a final girl or finally boy, even if you do end up in a couple form, it's still like you have to face the big bad on your own. There's no way of getting out of that. Like, that's still, that's a thing. It's a lonely business, being, <laughs> being a final girl. <laughs> so you have to be okay with that. Um, um, hopefully, Sumatran rat
0: monkeys will not bite our mothers and turn them into horrible monsters. And turn monsters. them into
1: horrible monsters, yeah. Eh. It's, it's, it's better if not because you know. You but really, she's like
0: a pretty when, crappy mother. Yeah, but when you really think about it, then it's like really if it's
1: your mom, yeah, you can't do it, right? Yeah, fair. But I feel like that's also why they make the the, the people that turn like kind of awful. You know except for the
0: priest. The priest is amazing. The
1: priest was amazing. And Your favorite line? My favorite line is "I kick ass for the Lord." That's uh, that's what he says. They have a great like he's you know he jumps up uh, and he sees all the zombies like what the you know and then he starts beating them up and then he like turns and they have a great you know Peter Jackson push in shot. He says "I kick ass for the Lord." It's great, yeah. And your mother ate my dog. Yes, that's yeah. The lionel says. Not all of it. But not all of it, yeah. Um, so that's another one of the common themes that we have in this movie is dog death. That actually happens quite a bit, as we've discovered in horror movies. A lot movies. of horror
0: movies with dog deaths, yeah. yeah.
1: and lots of, like, knives going through the doors. Like, you run into a room, you close the door, and either a knife will go through the door or people's hands will go through the door. I like, do- Doors don't do anything. I like that one of our worth noting is, main guy was cute. Main guy was cute, yeah. <laughs> main guy was cute, I'm not going to lie. It's worth noting. We're girls, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also I like we just put lawnmower exclamation point. Lawn that's mower. all you really need to say. You say dead alive, lawnmower,
0: and people go, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that was pretty solid. I'm glad that this film also got a really good... Um, it didn't do well uh, at the box office. No, we
1: discovered that. It did not do well. But <laughs> so sorry, I remember
0: um, growing out, grew up in Las Vegas, and I can remember... Well, right after this must have come out in, in 92 or 93, it was playing midnight shows, mm-hmm. and so there was like a big poster for it, oh, really? the glorious fright film ever made. And it was so it was already like immediately becoming a midnight show, interesting, which is where it should live because totally. it's in that
1: cult kind yeah. of crowd pleaser. Yeah, no, definitely. And again, I feel like I, I can't imagine, like, kind of, I think horror comedy is a really tough genre, like, that's a really
0: there's Tough only a few that do it well. Yeah,
1: and I definitely feel like Dead Alive was, I think, probably the first one that I saw that actually I think that was a hard thing for even me to conceive of, especially like coming off of you know The Exorcist or things like that. Where I'm like, this is never funny. Like it's never funny. It, there's a lot of funny things in Dead Alive, and yet I looked away a lot. <laughs> so what would happen if you didn't look away?
0: If you just like watched the gore the whole way through.
1: It's just not pleasant. Mm -hmm. It's just not fun. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you smell something bad, you immediately pull it away from you. What if you didn't pull it away from you? You wouldn't die. It's just unpleasant. Like you just, you know, you're like, make that go away now.
0: But you're watching horror movies. You know, there's going to be terrible things. Where's the line? Like some of it's okay,
1: but some of it's not okay. I think it's totally instinctual. I think it's just me going no, nope, and like looking
0: up. <laughs> I feel like I have to. I I do have to force myself to watch a bit, but I feel like that's that's the hardcore like horror junkie in me. Okay, it has been like no, I can't look away. I have to
1: watch. I have okay. to keep my eyes open. I am not that hardcore. So Even, uh, yeah, I, I'm. Ba- I think I'm better. I'm definitely better than I, I feel like I used to be. But still, gore's just tough, and it's a pretty gory film. You know. But good, but super good. And fun. And fun. And so we definitely gave this, this is an all-around five. I gave it a five, uh, Julie gave it a five, and for gore, so fucking Five,
0: which is our gore factor rating, uh, run for the barf bag. Yeah. And uh, our movie rating five is Fantastic Oracle, that's five chainsaws. Um, In our horror movie (laughs) notebook uh, that... This is one of our many entries into. Yeah, uh, definitely. And this was one that I think that we watched and then showed it again to friends almost immediately because it's, whereas The Exorcist is not a party movie not at all, mm-hmm. this a party movie.
1: Yeah. No, this is definitely a great party movie. And I also think too that maybe if people, I don't know, I say this could possibly be a good gateway movie too. I feel like if you have people who are just like, or, you know, horror movies are terrible and trashy and whatever and... I don't know, I think this is really fun and funny and I don't know, possibly a good gateway one. Maybe. I don't know if my mom would like it.
0: <laughs> because it's too gory? It's too gory.
1: Oh. Uh, this is, but the but the but pretty gory. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, yeah, but I mean when
0: are we ever sitting down with our moms watching horror movies? I don't know. This <laughs> is true.
1: I'm sure some people do, but not my not mom not ours. <laughs> no. Not ours. Definitely not. Um okay. Well, that's it, guys. So um, we will be back next week where... What are we doing? We're doing... Uh, next week
0: we'll be uh, watching, talking about Jacob's that's Ladder. right, Jacob's Ladder. Uh, directed by Adrian Lynn, mm-hmm. starring Tim Robbins. Yeah. An underseen classic.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And this movie is super interesting,
0: so I look forward to chatting about this one. Me too. Yeah. This has been fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Horror Movie Survival Guide. We are the first podcast from Indie Popcorn recording at the circus.
1: And we were talking about Dead Alive. Yeah. Go see it. A.K.A. Branded. Amazon it. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I'm sure it's on the Amazon. Go Peter, to the Amazon. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. All the way. Awesome.